Welcome to the Blueprint for Your Dream Life podcast with Dr. Serene Sharif, where we explore how our struggles with burnout, overwhelm, procrastination, time struggles, all of the things that keep us stuck, that keeps us from living our dream life, can be explored meaningfully so that we can create solutions that are meaningful to us. My unique framework combines the energy of mindfulness, self-love, and self-compassion with the scientific principles of habit building, time design, and your unique systems of productivity so that we can do less, live more, and create our dream life by design. I am Serene Sharif, and I invite you to join me in this journey so no one has to go through this alone, empowering each other to find our way out of burnout, overwhelm, and all of the thoughts that are keeping us stuck, all of the limiting beliefs that are keeping us from designing our blueprint and living our dream life. This is episode number 17. Thank you for joining me on the Blueprint for Your Dream Life podcast as we explore this week the self compassion mindset, your key to building resilience and well being. Last week, we talked all about the power of self love and how to transform our relationship with ourselves. I hope you've taken the time to reflect on your own unique experiences and continue to explore your thoughts and feelings. This week, I'd like to invite you to continue along this journey and explore the transformative power of self-compassion and how it can help us create the lives that we truly desire. Kristen Neff, a leading researcher in the field of self-compassion and one of my favorite authors, she defines self-compassion as being kind and understanding towards ourselves, especially when we're facing difficult experiences. Self-compassion helps us to be more understanding towards others as well, and really helps us respond to our mistakes, our setbacks, our struggles with grace by embracing our imperfections and accepting ourselves just as we are, we can build a strong foundation for growth and change. One of my favorite phrases for self-compassion that I remind myself, shared by Kristen Neff in her book, Self-Compassion, The Proven Power of Being Kind to Yourself is, this is a moment of suffering. Suffering is part of life. May I be kind to myself in this moment. May I give myself the compassion that I need. This self-reflection is really just acknowledging that we are humans and suffering is just part of our human life. And we can choose to respond to it with self-judgment and self-criticism, or we can choose to respond to it with kindness and compassion towards ourselves. It reminds us that in difficult moments, it is especially important to be gentle with ourselves, to give ourselves the support that we need. By recognizing that suffering is a normal part of the human experience, we can let go of the idea that we are alone in our struggles and find comfort in the shared humanity. This self-reflection encourages us to practice self-compassion and self-care as a way actually to navigate these difficult times, to find the peace and the resilience that we are looking for in the face of suffering. Self-compassion as defined by Kristen Neff includes these three main components that we're discussing here, self-kindness, common humanity, and being mindful present in the moment to observe our thoughts, our feelings without judgment. Self-compassion is not dependent on our performance or accomplishments. And regardless of whatever happens, whether it's our achievements or struggles, that we are worthy and can choose to respond to these struggles with 
compassion for ourselves, with understanding for our own emotions, for our own thoughts and struggles, for our own fears, as opposed to self-esteem, self-compassion doesn't need to be earned. It isn't dependent on what we do or what we have. We can have self-compassion even when we fail and we struggle. Research has shown that self-compassion is a strong predictor of emotional well-being and resilience. It's been linked to lower levels of depression, anxiety, and stress. Because the reality is that when we are compassionate to ourselves, we are less likely to ruminate over our negative thoughts and emotions. We're less likely to engage in negative self-talk. We're more likely to connect to a growth mindset and recognize that we may not know how to do this right now, but we do have the capacity to learn. We do have opportunities for growth and learning how to support ourselves along the way. Self-compassion is really helpful when we are struggling with obstacles and challenges because we're more likely to view it as a human experience and as part of our journey rather than something that we are doing wrong, rather than a personal shortcoming. When we connect to self-compassion, we are less likely to engage in that self-judgment, self-criticism, and really instead choose to approach our struggles with kindness, finding healthy ways to cope and work through our challenges so that we can learn from our mistakes. We can learn from these stepping stones along the way in our journey of life. When we take care of ourselves, we are more likely to find ways to dealing with stress and overwhelm without going down the spiraling pathway of building our anxiety, building our self-judgment in whatever is happening that is contributing to our stress. So I hope that I have built a framework for you to really see how important it is to cultivate a self-compassion mindset by incorporating it into our daily life by integrating it into our thoughts, our actions, and our habits, especially during difficult times. I want to share with you five ways that you can learn to cultivate a self-compassionate mindset. Number one is to practice mindfulness, being fully present and engaged in the moment without judgment, acknowledging and accepting what is going on in our life, letting go of what we think it needs to be. By doing this, we actually reduce our stress, our anxiety in that moment, in whatever we're struggling with. And we're able to cultivate the feelings of peace and well-being in our life. Number two is to practice self-care on a regular basis. When we take care of our physical, emotional, mental well-being, what we're showing is that we are worthy of care, of love, of our own attention and time. When we get enough sleep, when we are exercising, when we are engaging in activities that bring us joy and relaxation, we're building a foundation of self-compassion and self-love that supports us through the good times and the tough times. Number three is letting go of self-judgment and negative self-talk, treating ourselves with kindness, learning how to listen to ourselves, to feel our emotions without judgment by being mindful of the language that we use when we speak to ourselves. Instead of saying things such as, I'm so stupid for making that mistake, or I'm a terrible human being for feeling this way. Instead, recognizing that everyone makes mistakes. I'm human and I forgive myself. Reminding ourselves, I am enough. Reframing our negative self-talk. 
so we can practice and build habits where we're talking to ourselves with self-compassion. Number four is journaling with self-compassion. Just writing about our experiences, our feelings, our thoughts in a journal to really reflect. How are we talking to ourselves? Where are some hidden areas of self-judgment or self-criticism that we're practicing? Where are opportunities for us to practice talking to ourselves with self-compassion, visualizing and affirming to ourselves that we are worthy of love, that we are enough, that we're deserving of forgiveness and compassion. When we recognize that we have our own back, that we believe in ourselves, and we're here to support ourselves through whatever comes up, the depth of self-belief and self-confidence that is built in that recognition is unimaginable and a beautiful thing. And number five is to reach out and accept help, to surround ourselves with people who are supportive, who offer us that compassion and understanding when we might be being a little tough on ourselves, but giving us space to talk about our experiences and feelings so we can get a different perspective. We can acknowledge our human experience and share that journey. We can recognize that we don't have to do everything on our own and it's okay to ask for help. It's okay to accept that help. And it's powerful to give our help to others going through that shared journey. We are connecting through our shared humanity in this space. So I hope that you will use one or all of these strategies to make self-compassion a daily practice in your life by engaging in activities that helps you connect and cultivate self-compassion into your everyday routine and habits. It is important to remember that cultivating a self-compassion mindset takes time and practice and to be patient and compassionate towards ourselves through this journey. When we intentionally create our self-compassion mindset, this is a supportive and loving framework that helps us for the rest of our lives. This week, I invite you to explore what does self-compassion mean to you? How do you embody it or want to embody it in your daily life? I invite you to reflect on a situation where you felt overwhelmed or stressed. How can you respond with self-compassion in similar situations in the future? It's so important for us to know when do we struggle with self-compassion the most? What triggers these feelings? Because then it helps us recognize it the next time it happens so that we can show up and support ourselves. Sometimes when I struggle with figuring out what to say or how to support myself, I imagine that I'm talking to my best friend or maybe my younger self. What are the words that I would say when my best friend is going through a similar difficult situation? And how can I use those same words to comfort myself? Another space you can reflect and explore is to write down some of the common negative self-talk that you have noticed yourself engaging in, and then write down some things that will actually challenge those negative thoughts, that negative self-talk, so that in the future, you can hear these new thoughts that you have intentionally connected to. You can hear these thoughts as the way that your brain talks to yourself. Practice repeating these thoughts until they become second nature for you. Self-compassionate affirmations and mantras can be powerful tools for reducing 
our self-judgment, for connecting deeper to self-compassion. A few of my favorites, especially when I'm struggling, are I'm doing the best that I can with the resources, the information, the knowledge that I have available to me right now. And that is enough. I'm growing and learning more every day. I am enough just as I am. I am worthy of my own love, acceptance, and understanding. I invite you to write down your self-compassion affirmations. What are the things that resonates for you? Repeat these affirmations to yourself every day to help you build self-compassion. By regularly engaging in these strategies, you can cultivate self-compassion and build a more positive and loving relationship with yourself. Today, we have explored the power and importance of self-compassion and how it can help us create the lives we truly desire. Remember, self-compassion is not selfish or indulgent. It's a way for us to take care of ourselves and to set ourselves up for success in all areas of our life. And it starts with one small act of kindness and understanding towards ourselves. As you journal and explore this week, I hope that you're able to create meaningful self-awareness and connect to yourself at a deeper level. So check it out, see what you think. I'd love to hear how your path to self-compassion is evolving. I hope you have a fabulous week creating awareness around your thoughts and emotions, as well as connecting to your inner self. Thank you for listening to the Blueprint for Your Dream Life podcast. If you found today's episode helpful, please be sure to share it with a friend and tune in next week for more insights and inspiration on how to create your dream life by design. I look forward to connecting with you on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and all of the spaces. Have a beautiful week. Thank you so much for sharing in this exploration and transformation with me. If you are ready to design and create your dream life, if you want to create something different than what you've been seeing, but you aren't quite sure how to get started, then join me in this journey. There are so many ways for you to connect with me and for me to help you. You can reach out for support through my website, serenitywellnessmd.com or Blueprint for Your Dream Life Facebook page, or Serenity Wellness MD on Instagram. You can join my private Facebook group where I support women who are experiencing overwhelm, burnout, and feeling stuck to really building a deep connection for themselves, to create clarity and live with intention and authenticity, to design their blueprint and live their dream life. If you have always wondered what coaching would be like, how this could change your life, if you have wondered what it might mean to create some of these shifts, to connect to contentment, even through all of life's shenanigans. Then I invite you to get on my schedule and commit this time and energy for you. Believe that you are enough and you're completely worthy of taking the time to explore, to find out what it is that you want to do and find out how can you create the change that you have been looking for. I look forward to chatting with you and helping you live your life with intention and authenticity. 
For all those listening today, thank you so much for joining me. If you found this valuable, please like, subscribe, leave a review on iTunes, share it on social media, and share it with a friend who you think would benefit from this. I would love to hear from you if you have a story to share about burnout or overwhelm. If you're looking for support, please reach out to me so we can continue to build this community and no one has to go through burnout and overwhelm alone. I look forward to connecting with you and helping you design and create the blueprint for your dream life. Have a beautiful week dreaming. The content of this podcast is not meant to be medical advice. Tune in for the next episode coming to you every Thursday morning, sending lots of love and light to all of you. Goodbye for now.